episode three of Good Vibrations with me, Robin Morgan. I hope you are well. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope you are safe. Um, we have a fun show for you today. It's a bit different. We have got um, two chats, but one of those chats has two people in it. So the same amount of guests, but across two different chats. Have I? Am I selling this well? I feel like I'm selling it well. Um, we've got Rachel Paris and we've got Jemima and Scott from the organisation Spare Hand. I'll explain who they are later, but they're lovely good eggs who are doing good work during this weird time. Um, what's been going on with me? What's new? Thanks for asking. That's very sweet of you. Um, not a lot, mate. Just lockdown, innit? Just normal lockdown. I went to Argos. That's about it. I went to Argos since the last episode has gone out. It's, it's, it's a weird time, isn't it? Um, oh, my son's been in the paddling pool. That's exciting. For the first time in his life, he's very sweet. He enjoys it. I asked to take a picture of him um, with his thumbs up to show that he's happy with him going in the paddling pool. But equally, he's quite new at doing thumbs up. So he was so proud of himself for getting the thumbs up correct on the first attempt. He's just staring at his thumbs, really happy. So it's very sweet. It's very wholesome. What a guy. We're going to crack straight on with uh, our first chat. It's with Rachel Paris, who is, um, I'm sure you know, a fantastic comedian, writer, actor, probably most well known for the MASH report. Um, Just a really good egg. I had this chat with her whilst... Um, my car was parked on the side of a road uh, because I forgot we were chatting at a certain time and just spent the entire interview just walking down this one road which I don't live on just jumping to get out of the way of prams and dogs and children Uh, so loads of cars drive past if you want to guess how many cars do at the start and then count and then tweet me afterwards and the correct person will win nothing I know, bit of fun, isn't it? A little Easter egg. Let's start with the chat with Rachel Paris. Hello, Rachel Paris. Hello, Robin Morgan. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I've I've just been playing the piano and um, doing a bit of writing. Very nice. Wholesome. That does wholesome. sound wholesome. Well yeah. done. I've um, we're, I'm currently talking to you on a street that is not mine. I was midway back from doing some shopping, doing the big ah. shop in Sainsbury's, but also my son's bed broke yesterday, oh, so I've nice. had to work out where to get a new bed from. And luckily, they've got an Argos inside Sainsbury's. But equally, I broke his ukulele yesterday, not in anger, just accidentally. Um, so I just, just going around the house smashing things up as an excuse to go to Argos <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to finally get out but in my book currently there's a bed that I need to make in a second and also a ukulele one of those is an essential item the other <laughs> one uh, could never be described <laughs> as essential I mean it depends on your point of view doesn't it um, but imagine know, being I the know... kind of person <laughs> Who thinks a ukulele is essential? <laughs> Absolutely obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, who who thinks a ukulele is acceptable, even? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not even sort of stretching it into the the realm of essential. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even tolerable, actually. Absolutely. Um, but that's but my I've... son you're talking about. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's three, Rachel. He's only three. But is he essential? <laughs> He's tolerable. He's tolerable. Um, yeah, I have reached that point where, like, you're looking at things in your house. Like, for example, I have got, I'm lucky enough to, because I used to play the clarinet and the saxophone when I was a child. I've still got them. Um, and I don't really, I don't really play them very much. But it's reached that point of lockdown where you're looking at them in the cupboard and you're like, 
am I going to start regularly playing the clarinet again? And it seems very possible. It seems yeah. very possible. <laughs> you don't sound um, like you're looking forward to that possibility. No, it's a terrible instrument. Um, but when, <laughs> like, when, when I play it, it is. But, you know, needs must. And if what I need is to start playing a woodwind instrument that I hate, then I'll do it. Just to get through, get through each day. (laughs) Just to get through the day. How how did you solve coronavirus? Well, (laughs) well, let me tell you in song. (laughs) Let me tell you in this awful song. cover your ears because it sounds (laughs) dreadful (laughs) um but that sounds uh, making it uh, very musical sounds a very you and b like a very wholesome way car driving past on the road it Um, is quite wholesome i suppose i just like literally just before we talked did like played a bit of nice sort of um classical music a bit of brahms and a bit of debussy and i've got all the windows open so the neighbors can hear me giving a sort of piano concert to them which when you think about it is an extraordinarily arrogant thing to do (laughs) to assume that that your neighbors would enjoy listening to you playing classical music of your choice to a mediocre standard you know it's it's so arrogant but that's where that's what's happening but <laughs> I, I guess household. yeah I guess it's good uh, that you're doing it within the house though you're not doing that sort of European thing where you're leaning out no. of the balcony no I wouldn't go I wouldn't go that far um but yeah it's in the house but it's it's, it's audible um but here we all are indeed and and you've been making it quite I mean it's all very musical you're doing those lip sync battles with your partner oh, aren't yeah. you that genuinely like it, it, it genuinely was like I we were just listening to music and that song Trouble by Iggy Azalea um came on and I just I just was like Marcus look watch this I know because I, I over the course of, I'll tell you this over the course of an ostentatious autumn tour I learned all the words, not just the bit that I did in the lip sync, like the words to the whole song, which I'm not that good at learning words, actually. And I took literally two months <laughs> of touring <laughs> to painstakingly learn the words to Iggy Azalea's Trouble. Um, and so it's the only song that I know really, really well all the words to. And I started lip syncing to it. And he was like, you should put that on the Internet. And I was like, why? And he was like, why not? And um, because lockdown... And then we were both, and I was like, you should do Boom, Shake, 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 Room, um, because I know he knows the words to that. And then it's carried on, um, and it genuinely become a bit of a, a bit of a sort of like crutch in our day to yeah. kind of make sure, because when the other one does it, the other one's filming it. So it's like an activity we both do like nearly every day, and it's been a bit of a lifeline actually to have like that regularity. Even though it's just a stupid, even though it's just a stupid, silly thing, it's like it's something to do. <laughs> totally. Do you think after lockdown you're going to carry it on? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so. But you know, you never know. We might get invited on like the official lip sync battle program or something, which would be nice. Yeah, that Who would knows? be good, wouldn't it? I know. Really Absolutely. Nice. I, I'm really interested in what people are going to continue after lockdown. I love the yeah. idea that you know. You're not going to sort of phone people and talk and be more sort of empathetic and eco-friendly. You're no. just going to continue with the lipstick <laughs> battles. <laughs> I thought as well, like I am talking more to friends and family, but 
um you know like that first week it was a bit of a watershed like in terms of how much you were talking to friends and family like I literally spoke to like um friends that I normally speak to about once a month I spoke to you like four times in a week um on zoom and stuff like that you know face to face and I was like this is this is what life's going to be like now and then already (laughs) even in a fortnight it's calm it's totally calmed down to be a bit more normal but I do feel more in touch with everyone I think that's I think that's something that's quite nice you know I feel more connected to um to friends and stuff and know a bit more what's going on in their lives and everything so hopefully hopefully it will continue I don't know yeah I hope so as well I think yeah you're right that first week was definitely um I was just trying to sort of test out all the different platforms yes of, of which which one is the best <laughs> one and then just going through my phone book of like oh who, who, oh yeah that, that plumber from last year <laughs> give him a little bell I can't do, have you worked out how to use them all because I know I know they're all quite but there's the one called house party I don't understand it because it seems like I just had my phone not on me on the side and I just heard this voice going, Rach, Rach, I'm here. I can see, I can see your ceiling. Like, Rach, I'm here. I'm on. And I hadn't accepted a call or anything. Yeah, it's so weird, isn't it? It's so weird. And like total strangers can join your conversations. So I don't know about that one. That one I haven't got to grips with. I loved it last, was it last week or the week before where, you know, everyone was like, oh, there's data breaches and, you know, people can have lost money. And then they were like, we categorically deny this and we will give somebody a million dollars to prove <laughs> as people were just like deleting the app and this thing had like, it was such, such a, it basically got cancelled within four yeah. 48 hours that like this is the best thing in the world this is the the app that will change your life and then instantly imagine the stocks and shares in that thing you know it's incredible it got yeah it was so dramatic wasn't it they're gonna make um, like a really bad social network related film about it in like 20 years incredibly sort of short (laughs) about that 24 hour scandal (laughs) yeah a tiktok TikTok film I um, I do wonder like what uh what films like what books and novels and things are going to be written about this time you know like what are the I stories know. that are going to come out of it? I thought that have you been watching um Matt Green has been um the comedian Matt Green has been doing like impressions of what basically yeah. what if the Edinburgh Fringe had gone ahead um what would every single show be like um and even like even if even after edinburgh when everything goes back to normal basically he's doing like incredibly insightful (laughs) impressions of what comedians are gonna do after this and it's gonna be exactly the same everyone doing jokes about um zoom uh jokes about going to the supermarket and about staying like just all how we're all basically going to have exactly the same 20 minute set for the next three years i know it's 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 the new brexit isn't it at least no one's talking about brexit now i suppose but i think it'd be (laughs) something quite nice to come out of this and then we just all agree collectively never to mention it yeah you know just like a men in black sort of memory (laughs) pen we just don't talk about it anymore (laughs) i've not have you thought about um like, because um, as you know, because um, hopefully you'll be coming with me. Um, so this tour that I had planned that's been postponed, like it was all about, you know, a big changes happening in your life. And I don't know what what am I going to say now? Like, I can't talk about, you know, when your lifestyle just completely changes and you don't know 
<laughs> you don't know it, what to do with yourself. I think it'd be really funny just not to address it. <laughs> not address it at all. Still, still talk about like a lot of stuff has happened in the last year, I'll t- <laughs> and I'm gonna talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Exactly. It's kind of blown everybody's, you know, sort of quaint shows about, you know, like this really, this this thing really matters to me, and I think it could maybe matter to you as well. A pandemic. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it's like you spend ages trying to in normal life, you know, we spend ages trying to think like, what will I talk about this year in my tour show? You know, what's a possible theme? But the thing is, not everyone. It would be weird not to address it. But then every audiences are going to get so bored, aren't they? Of going to see show after show that's about the same thing. So in a way, I'm like, address it quickly, but then move on. Yeah, um, exactly. Have you had anything? It's, it sounds like you're trying to make the best of it and trying to be sort of um, uh, positive and create stuff. Like, has anything, any, anything particularly wholesome or positive happened over the last couple of weeks? Um, what have we been doing? Uh, we, I did a jigsaw. I did a thousand piece jigsaw. Thousands quite nice. a lot. Yeah, it was. I did it. It was going to be a group activity, but Marcus, I think Marcus basically found it too hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> It sounds like you're saying that while looking at him dead in the eyes on the phone (laughs) (laughs) in a very both passive and active form of progression. (laughs) It was just, you know, it outdid him in the end. Um, So (laughs) I did it by myself. Um, What have I done? I've read I've read some books. what did he I just read I just read a book called by the way I don't think I've been I'm not under the impression that I've interpreted your question correctly here what I seem to be doing is giving you an arts review (laughs) of what I've done there there are no wrong answers we're verging on it but there are no wrong answers okay well I've read um I've read a few books I've read um a book called Ninth House which is really really good it's like um about sort of dark magic at Yale University. It's a bit like The Secret History by Donna Tartt, but if it was um, Willow from the sixth season of Buffy as the main character. Nice. Um, so it's really, it's it's really good. Um, have you seen um, Marek Larwood's um, painting videos? Oh yeah, they're amazing. They're so good. So he paints like um, a famous uh, masterpiece in he tries to sort of recreate it in 15 minutes and I watched it and I thought it was going to be um you know sort of one of those silly videos where they're just like we're just like oh look how hilariously shit this is and he's sure. really good and he takes it seriously and it's it's really interesting to watch I quite I quite like videos where people actually try if you know what I mean like where it's not just yeah, like sure. funny because it's shit it's like actually someone actually putting something take you know having a passion for something and giving it a go and and but what he creates is really good it's really nice to watch people are putting good stuff out there i think i yeah. think it's been um but i've made nice to, TV, mate, to be honest yeah I've sure. watched, I've just made been reading TV. books and playing the clarinet no, just watching a lot of itv4 it's 99 tv watch so many so i've got all through all we we've been binging so much and we've got to, we've said like we've got to stop binging because we're running out of all television We've watched or I was looking at, um, you know, those lists of like 20, 50 best dramas available on Netflix. And we were like, oh, we've done them all, done them all. Um, <laughs> we've done, we binged all of this latest series of Ozark. Um, we've done all of Sex Education. 
um we're just coming to the end of modern family we've we've compl- i completed mad men um we've we've just done them um so we need suggestions if anyone's if anyone's got any tv suggestions of good series please tweet me well this could also be another another reason why we should all get our brains wiped after this period yes. and then we just can redo the things at normal pace that'd be great that'd be great this is what i'll work on i'll work on some sort of memory eraser (laughs) that's that's the scientific research you're going to choose to do yeah i think (laughs) (laughs) i think so i think it's still valid (laughs) i just don't want to get in their way you know (laughs) you don't you want to give them a bit of space yeah yeah them you know them you don't you don't want to tread on their toes I think it, it would be embarrassing for them if me, a man who struggled with science throughout school, stumbled across the was to find the, the cure for COVID. Totally, yeah. I think it's that's it's the be- problem. It would be it would be a faux pas. It, it would be mortifying. It would yeah. it would be mortifying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very good point. Um, well, Rachel, I think you're being very selfless yeah. by agreeing not agreeing yeah. not to find the cure. <laughs> Well, it's been lovely talking to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> it has been, Rachel. I've, I've got to go and it build a bed. Been. Oh, yeah. Um, I know and you're, I mean, you can include this or not include this, but are you all right? Are your family all right? We're okay. We're all good. It's um, just um, uh, the brave new world of, uh, of trying to keep two kids entertained throughout oh, all of this. Um, oh, my but, God. And also, we, we moved into our new house, like, currently five days ago as we were oh speaking now. Oh my god, now. I wondered if that would have gone ahead or not. Yes, we still had the keys we were just like trying to get stuff in it and just, I was just delivering stuff and it, just leaving it in a porch for three days and then going what and pick it up. What an enormous it's been thing mad. to do during lockdown, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mad so we're just trying to sort of like, we're just going, oh yeah we needed that didn't we? And then going, well we'll oh. go in five days. In when, five days yeah when it's essential to yeah it's mad it's it's all, it's all fine but the kids are enjoying it we've got a garden now as opposed oh, so to just nice. um a teach teeny tiny flat so that's nice oh, that's so nice we've been we've been um sitting outside the front of our house in our we've got like a tiny little sort of patch of garden um like essentially a front yard and we've been sitting in that and we're the only house because we've got slightly different shape house to everyone else on the street. We're the only house that's got a front yard. And so we look mad, we look <laughs> absolutely mad, just sitting, look, facing out, facing the street. Is it like King um, of the Hill? Yeah, it's really white trash. It's yeah. really white trash. Like it's just in front of the bins as well. So there's nice. like a backdrop of bins. Mark is sitting out there in shorts and a baseball cap. Like it's, it's a really strong look. A really yeah, strong yeah. look from us. Just a vet, a, a sort of stained vest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nice. Well, that's, <laughs> I think, um, well, you know, you're conflicting that with the um, the clarinet. So you're having both yeah. high and low culture. So yeah. it's... It's mixed. Yeah, it's a mixed yeah. bag, definitely. <laughs> it's a mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, lovely to talk to you. You too, and, mate. Take um, care. And I'll speak to you very soon. Yeah, take care. See take you later. Care, Robbie. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye-bye. Rachel Paris, what a good egg. Um, it's been a year to the day on the day that the, this podcast is released that me and Rachel went to Sweden on a job. And it was very glamorous and very exciting. And uh, the first thing we saw when we left the airport was three dads at a cafe with their sons and it was lunchtime and all the dads were having a beer and they were like skater dads and it was pretty cool. And I'd quite like to move to Stockholm when the lockdown is done.
So thank you to Rachel for chatting to me. You should come along and see her tour show. It's shaping up to be very, very, very funny, as you'd imagine. I'm supporting her on a few dates as well. So if you want to know those, um, hit me up. HMU, as um, probably like late 20s people are saying online. Um, we're going to move straight on with our second chat. So this is with Jemima and Scott from Spare Hands. Now, um, they'll explain what they're doing better than I am. But basically, it's an app where you can um, uh, sort of sign up for it and um, you'll be given notifications when there are volunteering jobs in your area that you can do. So basically it's a sort of Deliveroo type thing, but you are the food and you are also the delivery driver and the food is your services. Like I said, I'm not explaining this very well. They will explain it much better. Please enjoy this chat with wonderful Jemima and wonderful Scott from Wonderful Spare Hand. Hello, Jemima and Scott. Hi. Hi, morning. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Really good, um, thanks. Good, I like this. This is the first sort of uh, three-way interview we've done. So this is going to be absolutely either bananas or the best thing in the world. So I, I'm, I'm very <laughs> excited about it. Thank you very much for joining me. Would you like to tell the uh, audience of Good Vibrations who you are and what you are doing? Yeah, absolutely. My, um, so my name's Scott and I'm one of the... Um, one of the founders of Sparehand, uh, along with uh, along with Jemima, and we're basically just trying to help out during the coronavirus outbreak by um, making it easier for charities to get volunteers on board and match those volunteers up with all the tasks that need to be done at the moment. Amazing. Well, that like so. How did how did that come about? Was it both of you just basically seeing what is what is happening and thinking, well, we have the resources to 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 make good of this? Yeah, exactly. It was um sort of seeing that there was obviously this huge huge groundswell of enthusiasm. I think we're all seeing it. You know, the the mutual aid groups, WhatsApp groups popping up, Facebook groups, forums on next door. Um, so this, you know, huge amount of volunteer energy and enthusiasm and obviously on the other side need you know huge needs from people in self-isolation which are potentially going to grow and looking at that we're thinking well wouldn't it be great if we could actually like bring those two together in as simple and efficient way as possible and actually like change the way people view volunteering even even beyond coronavirus um you know maybe yeah. harness the solidarity in a way that will last well beyond uh, well beyond this outbreak we've all come from like ngas and charities before so we kind of have done volunteer initiatives and it's quite unusual to have such a groundswell of people wanting to volunteer and um, it's really exciting and I think we wanted to help the charities as well that we have connections with and that we we like are part of that community and do something for them during this time. And what kind of charities are those? I'm a trustee of the YMCA and I know like Scott's done work with um, International Red Cross so like we've all kind of got our connections and our, our work that we care about in our sort of spare time trying to sort of utilise that. And some of the first ones that we've been working with in the last couple of weeks on, on spare hand really are a lot of food banks and yeah. um, meal delivery services, including like restaurants that are repurposing their kitchens to do like free meal deliveries, whether it's for NHS workers or people in self-isolation. And they just need hands, you know, they just need volunteers to help out either like packing stuff up or delivering stuff. Um, so a lot of it's quite like, you know, basic, basic volunteer tasks to start off with where we just need as many people as possible to help out. But what we're trying to do is only kind of increase volunteer numbers when we've got tasks for people to do. So as soon as people sign up, 
um, loads of tasks come to them through the app um, and they're kind of immediately put to work. So actually by the time this goes on air, um, we're going to be f like fully open and thousands able to sign up. Uh, That's amazing. Which is exciting. Yeah. And even just during the test phase, we've delivered about 700 meals now. Um, and I think we'll, we'll see that increase massively over the next, the next couple of weeks. Yeah, totally. And, 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 and the stuff that, that, you know, that, that means a lot to people, doesn't it? On a sort of, on a real life kind of, uh, aspect of it. That's, uh, that's incredible work. You're actually sort of a doing something, but b creating a platform where people can also help. I think it's incredible. Yeah. And I should mention, so part of the reason is we've been lucky enough to, to be able to jump into this is, um, company actually that's that's basically lent us the the technology behind it for for free um so that's pretty amazing chester on their part as well called a company called higher hands who work in the um hospitality sector so their their technology was originally designed for helping um part-time workers get shifts in in restaurants and so on um and so they've they've been incredible putting this putting this like really sort of clever algorithm basically at, at our disposal um, and and helping us get started uh, to repurpose that for volunteering purposes. So I think there's a lot of lot of different people sort of you know chipping in and making this possible. Yeah, yeah definitely. And you say sort yeah, of repurposing. I think I, I think that's what's been lovely to see as well, isn't it? You know, kind of like huge arenas across the UK being turned into hospitals and stuff. And and the fact that that we have the infrastructure in this country to to do amazing things and i think it's 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 great that people are sort of um jumping on board with it so uh so enthusiastically yeah exactly yeah, and, and ditto with these restaurants so i mean been partnering with one up in stoke newington uh called the perch they were one of our sort of guinea pig uh partners and you know in normal sort of peacetime so to speak they're just a normal restaurant um but they wanted to help out and so they're just you know they did a bit of a crowdfunder and now they're producing meals three nights a week which go out to people in the area in need you know that are referred by social workers and then we've we plug in the volunteers to do the to do the delivery so you know i've been up there a few times on my bike doing deliveries um and you know you're just bringing together all these different people and pieces who ordinarily just wouldn't be interacting um so it's kind of kind of an incredible moment yeah definitely absolutely it's going to be uh, a nationwide thing or is it, is it already a nationwide thing yeah definitely um definitely nationwide we've already started yeah, with a group in uh oxfordshire it's really exciting called the um bista pioneer volunteers that's just ramping up this weekend actually there quite a lot of them are military veterans um, but then also just families and other people from the greater Bista area and they are part of the salute the nhs initiative and they're planning to produce about a million meals i believe over the next 10 or so weeks for, for distribution so we're helping them task all the volunteers they need uh onto that effort it's going to ramp up to something like 75 volunteer shifts a day uh in a huge hangar outside Bista. so wow. that one's that one's really exciting that's incredible. And I think like it's it's been really interesting to see what companies are doing, what, like you say, kind of that restaurant in Stoke Newington, you know, sort of opening their doors and giving money, like giving meals out to people in need compared to sort of slightly bigger corporations who might just be sort of uh, 
still thinking in a capitalist way you know like a couple of weeks ago thinking like oh yeah no we're essential we sell plugs you know that kind of thing <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. um so I, I think it's um i wonder whether post this when we get out of it on the other side whether people will remember those companies do you know what i mean like and it's yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting <laughs> to see what um how people act in a crisis i think is um, very indicative of their personalities yeah, I think one of the sweetest stories is um, this motorbike club that have signed up to use Spare Hand and they basically all like given their time and obviously they're bikers and they love being out on the bikes to de- deliver meals um, via Spare Hand. Um, and it's just like a really sweet story of these, just imagine these bikers like off delivering their meals and some of them are like, yeah, when I turn up on the doorstep, people are really taken aback <laughs> to see me there, <laughs> but um, like have a chat, have a connection and um, I think those are the legacies that are going to be created, actually, people thinking how they can engage more in their local communities, you know, in the long term. That's yeah. that's that's brilliant. So is it sort of like <laughs> uh, like hell, like Hell's Angels? Yeah, just, something like d- that. D- <laughs> delivering paella. That's, inc- <laughs> that's incredible. That's great, right? <laughs> that's lovely. Have there been any other kind of like standouts of um, like proper good vibey stuff that's happened so far? I guess you were in the early stages. There was one guy who said that he... Um, a biker actually who turned up on one of our bikers who turned up on a doorstep and had a chat obviously from a safe distance but with a lady who had been stuck inside for 24 days and wow. he was just like it was incredible to like see her face just to like have a conversation with someone and just chat and you know people have been so isolated for like such a long time particularly vulnerable people who had to isolate that much earlier you know not only like the food and like the essential stuff that they're getting delivered but also that human that human contact I think like we keep hearing those little stories of of people's faces just being so delighted um to see someone helping them and and to receive that help um and I think that's really uplifting yeah definitely especially after seeing you know like a biker walk down the drive and you go oh god Oh god. <laughs> and and then it's some lovely good egg with a beard. That's really Absolutely. nice. It's amazing. We should we should give them a proper shout out. It's the um it's yeah, the folks from the bike shed. Yeah. If you come across that the bike shed. Yep. Um they've been they've been amazing been first brilliant. uh first volunteers. That's really cute. That's really lovely. So if, if people um if people want to get involved, what's the what's the best, easiest way to do it? Yeah, so it's um super straightforward. Um just head head to the website spare hyphen hand dot org. Uh, and there's a you know 30 second sign up form um, for volunteers, or if you're from a charity or community organisation and you'd want to you want to benefit from the service to to get volunteers and manage those volunteers, then there's also a really quick way to sign up for for organisations, um, and then you're away, and then it's all done all done through an app, um, so it's super straightforward. It will basically notify you when there are jobs like volunteer jobs in your area. Um, and then you just quickly click like yes or no whether you're available um, and then and then you're away so I mean we really just want to make it as straightforward and pain-free you know the, the the whole element of like organizing volunteers and ringing round and people cancelling yeah. and and whatever you know is the kind of dreary side of volunteering so we want to kind of yeah. take all that pain away and so yeah. people can just focus on the on the um, you know important stuff basically. Yeah, and I think the organisations are really facing such an increased need um, and like what they define as vulnerable has grown so exponentially over the last month that anybody who can help in any way is it's hugely appreciated and really helps to address address like such a crucial need at this time. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think I think the fact that it's uh, well, the, well, the app sounds great. I think I've been uh, the last couple of days, I've been reorganizing the apps on my phone due to sort of post lockdown. Like I don't need Google Maps on my first screen now. Where am I going? You know? so I think this, this can be this can be the top line now. So absolutely. This is page one. Line. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. That's, that's what we need to do. Like, delete Google Maps, delete all of those. So in terms of volunteering and things, what have the numbers been like over the last decade? Like, has there been rises and falls and things? Yeah, it's a super interesting one. Um, a friend was telling me the other day about uh, the 2012 Olympics in London. Uh, and obviously, for those of us who, who, who remember those, um, huge, huge volunteering interest. There was this whole army of games makers, massive enthusiasm. Um, but then really interestingly, he was saying that it kind of, essentially tailed off uh, very quickly after the games um, and it didn't really carry through into a general um, sort of enthusiasm for volunteering in, in, in ordinary life, so to speak. So I think it's a really interesting question for us now. Um, people are talking about like, you know, how's COVID going to change the world and, and so on. Like, is there any way in which we can get this enthusiasm to actually carry on beyond the coronavirus outbreak and, and, and something we carry into our new new lives beyond i don't know general general question for, for your listeners yeah i think because also like we there's always quite a significant need for volunteers in community groups like charities are always looking for volunteers and like now they've kind of got this groundswell which is fantastic but how do we yeah how do we harness that long term because there's there's always vulnerable people that need help in, in local communities and, and need an extra spare hand yeah i've been uh, it's something i've asked a lot of people on this of what they think is going to sort of carry on what, what what are the kind of things that uh are going to stick with us and i think i i hope that you know it's it's so weird i think i think it obviously depends on how long we're in it but you really do hope mm. that kind of we become less uh materialistic as a society we'll we become a bit more eco-conscious and 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 like you say a bit more kind of empathetic i suppose but mm. yeah only time yeah. will tell but i guess um yeah i think you know what you're doing obviously is is amazing and uh Bully, bully for you which is a phrase i've never said nor understand really so i'll i'll, I'll make sure that it's not like horrendous sounds offensive. like a good thing i think so yeah bully for you it sounds like it's, like it's in a comic you. from the 50s <laughs> i think this like could be Joss the tagline yeah exactly exactly yeah we've been passing around for a tagline actually so maybe there we go bully for, bully, you, bully for you absolutely and it's just about volunteering people who've been bullied it's great it's perfect. <laughs> that can be the that can be the spin-off one um guys thank you so much uh, and i hope i hope uh more and more people uh sign up and join and help out thank really? you so much thanks Brilliant. for having thanks for having us on. bye Jemima and Scott there from Spare Hand, um, you should absolutely sign up for that. As they said, it's spare-hand.org for any information. That's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we've got some fun ones next week as well. Thank you to Rachel. Thank you to Scott. Thank you to Jemima. Um, also, thank you to uh, Ben Robbins at Troika for helping me with this, as he always does. And also to my wonderful brother, Louis, who uh, writes the music for this podcast. And thank you very much for listening as well. Um, give us a five-star review. That's lovely. Subscribe to the podcast if you feel like uh, it is uh, making your life better in any way then please uh donate on patreon you can do that just search us at good vibe pod um or good vibrations uh, you can get involved with the show at good vibe pod on twitter or good pod at gmail.com if you have anything wholesome or want to chat on the pod you're absolutely welcome to thank you very much for listening we'll see you next week slash hear you next week slash you'll hear me next week i'm gonna go bye-bye hey.